Hello, everybody, and welcome to season two, episode eleven of the Cars Unfiltered podcast. And we're all back, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. All of us are here. Sweet, Sal. They haven't kicked me out yet. Although he he may be having some uh, spotty appearances here soon because he's being sent back to Mexico. Getting summoned to. Uh... Not by for Trump work. either. For work. For work. <laughs> yeah, I should clarify that. I'm going to northern Mexico, but it's entirely uh, regular corporation related. Oh, so not wall building. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's not one of the dreamers. Right. Exactly. Okay. Right. Hashtag uh, dreamers. And uh, we have Mike. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Yep. Right. Yep. And then we have Adam. Adam is back. Yeah, I'm here. And today we have a ton of news. And then we also have apparently a game. Here we have a new segment. Yep, a new segment to try out. And then we have our Alcan update. So let's kick it off. Who's got the first news item? Well, the first news item is that, Tom, did you know that the Grand Tour is canceled after season three, which means next season? I believe it. Do you? I read it on the internet. That's I, Then it's canonical. <laughs> oh. So... They uh, actually, though, they I know like there's a bunch of, you know, rumory things about it, but they've been talking about like their replacements and wanting to retire and stuff for, well, probably since they started the show. Now I think about it um, well, and well, not I mean, just uh, the Grand Tour, but the top year. Oh, yeah. They're like 55. They're getting close to retirement age. I mean, well, they're, they're like 55, but they look like they're 75. Yeah. Clarkson but, has not aged well. Yeah. You got to factor in like the English the English variable there, but yeah, they like um, retiring early. Yeah. <laughs> personal but experience they like retiring early. <laughs> they're not um, like, they're all well, they're really well off for being journalists and stuff. Right. But I mean, Although they did just sink a bunch of their own money into the grand tour from what I understand. I mean, why and, not? And I think at this point they're, they're beyond the journalism, right? Clarkson still does journalism. That's like his side job almost now. Right. He's just kind of personality. Yeah, and I think I, I Hammond think does magazine covers or something. I don't know. I, I think they're all paid as personalities more so than journalists at this point. But anyways, yeah, the uh, the rumor is that after next season, season three, Amazon was not going to renew or is not going to renew uh, the Grand Tours contract, I guess. But uh, it's also been pointed out, I guess, or uh, it's an unconfirmed and unsubstantiated rumor. Let's put it that way. Well, Drive Tribe is also not doing very well. Yeah, I don't but think. we knew that was going to happen from the get go. Yeah, I will say this. I will. I will raise your rumor and give you a fact. Okay, let's hear your The fact is that uh, the Hammond or the the Clarkson Hammond May trio will be done someday. <laughs> that's a good fact but it, I, Thank you. I will take that fact All 60% right. of the time that works every time <laughs> <laughs> hey that's better than not so I'll take it so yeah that's uh, that was the news about the Grand Tour and Amazon and uh, we have more news related to autonomous well, driving well Tom do you know what else is going to be gone what drivers oh look at that <laughs> oh, with the segway. <laughs> segway Sal drivers will uh, be gone from Toyota vehicles so there's another article talking about Toyota's um, approaches to autonomy moving forward what's interesting is that they've actually named 
their uh, two different ones. So they have a, a guardian and a chauffeur approach. Um, and it's all part of their mobility. E-palette is what they're calling, I guess, the portfolio now. Um, and, and, yeah, basically, I think from what the article says, right, you have the, the two levels, right? Your guardian is basically your level three, level four autonomy that'll protect you from things. It's driver assistance. And then chauffeur, chauffeur is, you know, hands off. Car drives itself. Yeah, and it, well, one of the interesting things here. Yeah, go ahead, what? Which one? Of, which one of those modes um, sticks the gas pedal down? The uh, the Timo <laughs> Glock mode, I believe. Well, so so interestingly, it's not really. Um, it's less of a mode and more of uh, programming. So, Tom, this is kind of in your wheelbase because, or your wheelhouse, I guess, because they're developing uh, the Guardian system kind of as a baseline development. And in tandem, they're also developing their level five um, autonomous ability, I guess, which is their chauffeur system. Um, and they're going to work together for the most part and on a vehicle with the level five chauffeur system, you'll have a fail safe wherein if that system fails, it'll default to the guardian system as a backup so that you still have some autonomous protection. Okay, this is going to go down two ways, okay? Um, and so, yeah, this stuff is going to be based on deep learning, machine learning algorithms, right? And probably, like, cloud source data from, like, vehicles all around the world, right? This are, you know, oh, yeah. data is being collected. Yeah, right. and stuff. As much data as but possible. this is what's going to happen. It's going to go down two, one of two ways, okay? You're going to drive, be driving your Toyota for about three weeks on I-75, okay? And it's going to do one of two things. One, it's either going to immediately go into guardian mode and then, like pull over off onto the side and like wet itself. Okay. <laughs> go into guardian mode and drive you to Chicago. <laughs> or that's probably, or it's going Indianapolis to would probably be safe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just going to like slow down to like a top speed of five miles an hour, like spitting out antifreeze on the side of the road, or it will go flip the other way. And the machine learning AI, um, you know, um, Oh, hell five, hell, 9,000, 5,000, whatever. Like, and it'll just start cutting people off and out driving all the other bad drivers on the road. Um, yeah, which that, it, it just kind of depends on who, you know, the developer was at that point of the AI development, if they were having a good mood or a bad mood that day. Yeah, well, and, and also if there's some sort of machine learning capability, right, which there's going to have to be, um, depending where you live, you your car may pick up characteristics of those drivers that are around right um mm -hmm. which if, if you're in detroit that means that there's not really going to be a whole lot of uh call for the guardian system as the chauffeur system is just going to take over and tailgate the hell out of everything so <laughs> yep yep and i mean i i just i don't know which way it's going to go but i i don't imagine there's many other options I, I mean i just think it's interesting that they're naming them right i mean to some extent all the car companies have been doing this everyone's been developing their guardian systems but uh for tio to go out and and say oh these are the two names is pretty interesting to me we call that marketing sell right <laughs> at what level oh, yeah. does the ai at what level does the ai distinguish between a Michigan pothole and a cliff it's about to drive off of. <laughs> they are one in the same. Stop in the middle of the road. <laughs> all Michigan 
uh, all vehicle Toyota sold in, sold in Michigan will have a three thousand dollar upcharge for longer range sensors. <laughs> <laughs> the voice mm. assistant will come on and say, "You want me to drive through that?" <laughs> Should have bought a Raptor, fool. Should have bought a Raptor. <laughs> At least your truck's good for something, Tom. It so far it gets me Even there. Even if it wasn't designed to avoid potholes, I guess that's uh, that's where you wind up. If you live in Michigan, it is. <laughs> cool. All right. So I was waiting on Sal so to yeah, find with, another uh, segue. Oh, here. wait for it. This one's a bit complicated. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. You know what else your Raptor isn't good at, Tom? Fuel economy. Well, I, can, I was going to say, I can name a lot of things. <laughs> and the company has been Marketing. under fire for their uh, fuel efficiency of some sort is Volkswagen. And Volkswagen today. I think, or sometime. A couple days ago, probably. Yeah, announced that they're spending $24 billion with a B on EV and battery technologies. Which, that's that yep. is substantial, right? So put that in perspective, that's roughly, well, Ford stock price is down right now, but that's roughly half the valuation of, of the entire Ford Motor Company. Yeah, but it's also over um, like seven years well, or something yeah, like that, true, right? But still. So. But still, it's a sizable investment. Um, What's everybody else? I don't know. I thought it was two, three billion dollars, maybe. Yeah, I actually don't don't exactly know, but I mean that's like that's like twenty billion McDonald's hamburgers more than anyone else is doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of hamburgers, Tom. Even over seven years, that's a lot of hamburgers. The interesting thing, (laughs) it's true. It's true. I do like me my hamburgers. Years of engineering. Um, Hey, engineers eat a lot of hamburgers. <laughs> um, so VW, the interesting thing about this too is one, I thought um, it was interesting because, you know, they VW, I feel like VW is just like giving up, right? They're like, we got screwed with diesel. We got caught. So here, here you go. All you green people will throw money at batteries if that's what you really want. Um, so it's kind of a big pivoting, you know, kind of move, it seems like. But they're also going to be launching, they're going to try to launch 80 new electric cars across their group by 2025 yeah, which is that's, that's a huge number 80 new yeah. electric cars and they're planning on having an electric version of each of the 300 models that they already have yeah like that's which that's that's it's astounding that, to me that they have 300 models in their group but when you think about it yeah they have a whole lot of uh yeah brands under their umbrella i guess wait 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 so does that mean I didn't think about that this before, be but does that mean a, that there's going to be electric? Yeah, you're going to an electric Bugatti. Exactly. You're going to be able to get an HEV Bugatti, not necessarily oh, electric, but an electric version. So yeah, that generally includes hybrid electric vehicles too. Yeah, and do you know what um, Marcioni's response to all this was? Um, more horsepower. The FCA group. Nope, he didn't say anything. No. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Side yeah, note: Speaking he doesn't of, like electric. Vehicles. He also doesn't like to be shown on stuff. So, not to get too sidetracked, but if you guys haven't checked it out yet, there's a, a series on Netflix called Abstract that talks about designers. And Ralph Gillies was on there, head designer for Chrysler. Pretty interesting. But uh, at the end, they have a, a meeting with Sergio, and Sergio did not want to get filmed. So apparently, he also does not like getting filmed. But speaking of Sergio and his search for power, endless power. One of GM's execs may be on his side because he's pushing 
for or wants to, I guess, push to make premium gas the new regular gas. Look no, at that. that. I was, can do segues too. That was a bit of a stretch, Mike. I'm not going to uh, <laughs> a bit of a stretch. But it is interesting conceptually, right? So his idea is that by raising the octane level, right, you'll be able to have higher combustion engines that will burn more fuel efficiently, right? And then so every car will be more efficient and they'll be easier. They'll have an easier time meeting cafe standards. Which I mean, it's not not untrue, but it's also not directly true either. It's kind of like Doc Brown and Back to the Future all over again, Uh, because they had it was all higher octane fuel back in the seventies, the sixties, and seventies. Anyway, I mean, no, but you could get higher octane fuel. (laughs) What do you mean, no? You're telling me the leaded gas had a the same well there was an 87 octane leaded gas back in the 60s i'm pretty sure there was but you could also go to sunoco and get 112 race fuel or 108 108 was the one you could get some places you could get 110 i think man i feel like i feel like we should have a fact throw down here you call your old man and i'll call next time and let's see (laughs) (laughs) what's the highest octane you've ever bought But, I mean, uh, I know I, me myself personally. I have bought 108 from, octane from a Sunoco. But I guess from that perspective, right? Again, I'm not a uh, business person at all, right? So, how would you, if you wanted to make that move, would prices then have to fall? If let's say 85 was a standard, right? I think he's pitching, or not 85, but 95 was a standard. Would you move everything? Up. So would that then become the price of 87 and then 97 would take the place of mid-grade? Well, so, okay, re- remember how like so, five years ago uh, regular gasoline was one price, right? Yeah. And then mid-grade was 10 cents higher yep. and then premium was 10 cents higher than that, Yeah. right? And now if you go and look at a gas pump, I don't know the last time you ba- you paid for premium gas because you haven't been driving your Mustang that often. Hashtag, I don't even put... Who puts premium gas in Mustangs? I do, but I I drive high performance. Well, high octane, high compression. That's the word I'm looking for. I drive high compression Mustangs. Mike, Mike, the 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 book for my Mustang says that it was designed to operate on 87 octane, so that's what I put in (laughs) it. But my point is, what Mike says is his engine doesn't work well, so he needs to put higher. No, what I'm. His engine makes sparks under the hood if you put 87 octane in it. What I'm, what I'm saying is I don't have cam phasers and sensors to control the retardation of my timing on the ignition because I have I hey, have hey, points hey. in a distributor, and so I have to put higher octane in it to make sure it doesn't detonate and destroy things. Sal, we don't have to take this discrimination. Our cars are not right. retarded. Mine is super smart. And it's also incredibly, as a side note, those timers and stuff, I used to work at the plant that used to work at a, uh, for an, with an engine with, uh, a, it had no time. The timing was, uh, I'm going to screw this up. So I'll just, it was really hard to time the engine. <laughs> I'll put it that way. It was just extremely hard to time the engine. So okay. it was not fun. Because they spin so fast. But my now. point, that's not true, but th- my point. This is definitely turning into a Mike Bone to pick argument. I, it is, it is. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to adjust timing ourselves. <laughs> with a light. <laughs> with a strobe light. My point, technically, it's a timed with light. A... So it's a timing light. It's not a, not really a strobe. It's kind of. My point is that if you go to the gas station now, Premium premium is, it can be up to a dollar more than your base level of gas, right? Than 
regular gasoline. So I don't yeah. think that uh, I don't think that the price would come down because what's happened, right? Obviously, is uh, the petroleum producers, right? So Exxon Mobil decided, hey, you know what? We're not making enough money here, so let's jack up the price of premium because people need or want or whatever premium right and so we're going to make them pay for that but if you make premium the new standard it doesn't mean that they're going to drop the price what they're going to do is say hey you know what we're going to rake in the dough because that's going to be the new standard we're going to reintroduce 100 and 105 octane and we're going to jack the price of those up too so i don't think you would see a, well, a I drop think... in fuel prices based on a new standard i don't think you'd see a drop but we're in a kind of an interesting time right so like U.S. oil production is like right up there now with Saudi Arabia's and Russia's oil production, um, which is kind of a thing that like my dad remembers them talking about. And like, what was it? The fuel crisis 19, from the 1970s or whatever. Seventy-three. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Okay. Seventies. Um, like and it didn't before, but yeah. Then there was another one in the eighties. Yeah. Right. And it's taken us like 30, 40 years in order to have the technology to make this like feasible. But, you know, like the U.S. is a serious oil. Hashtag producer oil now. dominance. Um, Hashtag shale oil. Yep. Um, so like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's, you know, means we're going to see if we have 95 octane, it's not going to be four dollar gas again. Um, but so I guess what what I'll do for yeah. the next one is I'll challenge uh, Mr. Economy or anyone else that'd like to participate or any of the commenters if there's any precedent for something like this happening, right? So some higher level becoming the new standard. I mean, I guess in cars you can look at like car interiors, right? So the first time like a cassette player became yeah, a standard, but, you, but that's but not you even. Still, um, I mean, yeah. You could look at like options and things like that, but you can't say that. Um, like, did the, the price the of furnaces trim, go down when when central air became a thing? That's probably not the right statement. I, I don't. I don't. Central I, heating. I, I, when central heating became a thing, did the price of furnaces go down? I think you want to be look at it more from like technology, right? Whereas when DVD players became a thing or became the standard and VHS went out, did they become cheaper? Well, but that happens in tech all the time, yeah, right? Tech well, becomes true, cheaper. Yeah. So that's a terrible example. I don't know. I think I think 83, sorry, 83 octane uh, gasoline is actually governed by the FDA and Who used in cooking. 83 so, octane? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're asking, he was asking, like, you know, if, like, the octanes moved up, like, what was the adoption and the effects of that? And I'm just saying, like, you know, if we started at 83 and, I don't know. I'm saying it's weak. I'm saying it's weak, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on from that. Who's got Who's got a good segue for here for uh, our next article? Um. Yeah. So as you mentioned, my Raptor uses quite a bit of fuel. Um. And you know, my Raptor is actually based on the Ford F one fifty. Yeah. It is. So yeah, and uh, apparently the Ford F one fifty is worth more than all of Ford itself. Just the brand. I did read that. You know, I read that somewhere. Uh, a Morgan Stanley analyst had had come to that conclusion, and he thinks that the estimate for the F one fifty franchise as a whole, which includes like marketing and uh, it's not just trucks, right? It's the value of the brand of the F one fifty, which which Hat, Ford owns, right? As it licenses products, et cetera, et cetera, is worth one hundred and thirty five percent of Ford's market cap. Meaning that's, this this yeah, aluminum insane. thing better pan out. Yeah, right. <laughs> no pun intended. 
<laughs> However, Mike, I would give <laughs> so okay to give some people some back some backstory. Mike and I have invested in Ford stock um, on and off for half Suckers. a decade now. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, we yeah. didn't have any money when it was a dollar a stock, so we didn't That's make true. any money off of that. We were both broke. We were both broke for the same reason. It was my fault. Um, Wait, why were we broke? But, uh, it was a <laughs> from the uh, oh, from yeah. Hamlin. Yeah, uh, I remember uh, that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom, Tom and I got caught so anyway. in a Ponzi scheme. For those of you who want to know, were, were you guys were you guys were you guys selling on makeup on the side? <laughs> no, not that. No, those those programs uh, are legit. A legit so. You know, like uh, uh, who's the guy? Bernie Madoff. Oh, sweet. Lower yeah, level, straight up Bernie, Bernie Madoff-esque. Yeah. Yeah. So so I was just going to say, like, when that news, that analyst came out, okay, Ford stock, the whole market was going down today, and Ford stock was at, like, 1097, okay? When that analyst released his uh, report or whatever, right, it shot, Ford shot up. And when I say shot up, I mean, it made a straight line from 1096 all the way up to 11. Oh, yeah, it looked 12. like your grandpa on Viagra. <laughs> yeah. So, How do you know what that? You went there. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't ask questions you don't want to answer. <laughs> Adam, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, like, so the thing is, right? So, Ford is a $50 billion company. If you back calculate like the assets and even with this like new information, like the stock should be close to $20 and it's not. So, so there's other things going on. Like there's, you know, Ford as a company is uh, in an interesting place. There's me and Mike have talked about a bunch of reasons why. Yeah, Tom, let's stick, let's um, stick to the point of hand but, though. It's, it's interesting that somebody found or did, did the, uh, the research and the analytics anyways to go along with it that a particular brand of a, this it's like ferrari right for is ferrari was worth so much that fca spun it off and sold ferrari right as publicly traded because they can make more money off of that than they could handling it within the fca umbrella well and, and kind of like dodge ram right so like ram not public it's not a public company i don't think but like you know they spun off you know the trucks division to ram so does that mean ford's gonna like spin no, off the f series or no you would go to negative 35 percent. ford wouldn't be was... worth anything if we got rid of the truck oh, looking outside of the looking outside <laughs> of the money aspect of it so is this basically saying is a guy saying that let's say if you interviewed 15 people on the street and said oh do you know what ford is they'd say yes do you know what f-150 is yes they wouldn't be able to tell you that f-150 well not necessarily wouldn't be able to tell you but they wouldn't associate f-150 with ford no, what what they're saying is um, that people are more likely to buy a product because it has F one hundred and fifty on it than they are to buy a product because it has but, Ford. But on But how it. do you separate the two? Hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. I, I haven't are more likely to buy an F one fifty hat than like, they are a Ford hat. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you, that's, you, that's pretty much you, what it let means. Let me go to like a used car dealership and be like, "I want that F one fifty. I don't know what that blue badge on the front says, but <laughs> no." I mean, I think it's more about like you know, like as far as like F series stuff goes. If you it, there's there's probably this is one asset, 
that this analyst has like chosen to work on and look at right within Ford. If you look at all the other assets that are within Ford, like you could probably say, you know, yeah, yeah. Good point. Like Mustang, uh, you know, what's Bronco going to like, what's like other companies analysts look at, like, what's this going to be worth in five years? Oh, it's going to be worth way more in five years than it is now. Right. But nobody talks about Ford like that for some reason. And if you were to like add all those things up and look at like a five year, like what should it be worth in five years and people got behind it, you might be looking at a thirty, forty dollar stock. What this what this guy's saying right now is if if somebody with enough money or whatever came in um and decided that they were interested in some portion of the Ford Motor Company, they would based on this math right here they would sell or close everything that doesn't have to do with the F-150 and only continue operations of the F-150 because it would be 35% more profitable just to produce the F-150 and things that are associated with it, including hats and branding, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, (laughs) than it would be to continue operations of Ford Motor Company as a whole. True. That's that's what this guy's saying. Right. Which is... which is yeah, yeah, that's, pretty that's profound, right? Deal. Like it, he's like Ford stock, you know, maybe like went up a little bit, but really what this guy is saying is like Ford doesn't know that, what the heck they're doing. Yeah, that's kind of what he's, is what he's really saying. Yeah. So yep. speaking yeah. of not knowing what they're doing, hey, somebody had a uh, a Hennessy. <laughs> oh. Hennessy knows what they're doing. What's, what yeah. was, that was a rough segue. What does that even it's mean? A, we need to I think Hennessy knows what they're doing. I mean, I mean better. <laughs> yeah. I think, Adam, you're going to have to exercise oh, Mike here. That's a good segue. That's, that sounds really bad because there is there not go. a good way to <laughs> differentiate between exercise oh, and exercise yeah. on audio. He's got to anyway. really enunciate the oh, exercise. No, I want to get some jazz anyway. in here. I want to see some... Uh, uh, Oh, Comment below if you want to see Mike and Leotard. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to completely go away from whatever you guys were doing because, yeah. Um, Hennessy. Just yeah. pretend it didn't happen. I need therapy. Um, <laughs> Hennessy, uh, just Hennessy, the uh, tuning company, just announced their uh, Exorcist um, Camaro package, which. It's pretty awesome. I think they're kind of trying to, you know, exercise the demon, you know, maybe. No. Um, Anyways, this is uh, pretty cool. I'm not a big GM guy, but um, I will take a 217 mile an hour Camaro any day. (laughs) Um, They're looking at, you know, a thousand horsepower Camaro here. It's absolutely nuts. Um, And unlike the demon, it looks like it can probably go around corners pretty well. So, <laughs> looks can oh, be deceiving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd be interested to see how it does on a track. It looks, I mean, it looks badass. They're only making a hundred of them. And I mean, it comes from the same company that just beat the Ford GT at the Nurburgring. So I don't know. My favorite thing is know. looking at what this includes, which is a high flow supercharger system, a custom cam, ported cylinder heads. Upgraded valve springs and retainers, upgraded intake valves and exhaust valves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Hennessy exterior badging. 
Oh wait, and Hen- and Hennessy premium floor mats and floor yep. mats. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right. I mean, also- people <laughs> know you spent one hundred twenty thousand dollars on that Camaro. Wait, well. <laughs> Can I get a picture of Linda exactly. Blair on the side as a decal instead of say the Exorcist? <laughs> Sal is offering free, not free. He's offering an upgrade of airbrushing. Done, done at the mall by the same ghost, guy that does ghost airbrushing. Yeah, but yeah, this is like a, I mean, a pretty big, like feat, really. Um, if I'd be curious, I would be curious to see the track times as well, because for, you know, a thousand horsepower car for $120,000, like yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, I've done it has some compelling features to a thousand horsepower before because, well, my mind works that way. Um, a thousand, thousand horsepower. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. You said a hundred. Yeah. A thousand. Sorry. <laughs> if, I, if I said a hundred, that's not what get, I meant. Get my. He's yeah, working I, on I, I am. I'm working on trying to get a flathead to 100 horsepower. Get so. my lawnmower up to 100. <laughs> no, no, but but I've done the math. I'm getting uh, particularly uh, a 429 Ford to a thousand horsepower, and with a supercharger, it becomes much easier. But it's still not easy. So it's impressive. That's that is impressive. Well, and your 429, the vehicle that that's in, doesn't turn. So this, you know, this is kind of interesting, especially to like, like the ZR1 just beat the Ford GT, right? And uh, like, I believe it was an Nürburgring. So, I mean, you have kind of the same engineering going into this that, you know, was going into the Corvette. At what point, as far as Nürburgring, are we going to just realize that every year a car company comes up with a new one, they're going to beat the last one at the Nürburgring? (laughs) We figure we should accept it by now. Except for, except for the GT, GTR. GTR will never lose. The limits of the Nürburgring are still, uh, (laughs) they're traction based, right? And we haven't gotten to the point where the vehicles are 100% utilizing the tires that they're stuck on, right? Like the, the vehicles could perform better if they had better rubber, but you can't get better rubber because the technology doesn't exist. Mm, what about those electric tires I showed you the other day? It's supposed to be a lot grippier to handle all that dork. And, it went, and when that happens, talk about that in the next podcast, then maybe Tesla will have the best slap times around the Nürburgring. The best silent lap. Yeah. <laughs> How boring is that lap going to be? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not silent. It sounds like this. <laughs> the best lap done by a blender. All right. So moving on from the news, because yeah. we're going to beat that to death. Uh, Sal, I so I want to I want to make a, a like All a right, let's hear it. wager let's hear it. real quick. Okay. So I, we mentioned this before, and I am more like compelled in my wager. to now than i was before even so it was a big deal when the roadster came out right at uh 1.90 to 60 right right the tesla roadster and uh then like the concept two is doing like 1.830 to 60 i think we're going to be in a race down to one second and i think that we can see like a 1.3 1.20 to 60 time from some manufacturer within the next like five years could be i would not want to be so the driver in that down. car yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, that is that is a lot <laughs> of a, that is a limit to uh, face melting acceleration. 
like what would a rocket ship accelerate? I mean, okay, well, look at it this way. Well, maybe I, I, you just I need an this, exorcist. Okay, if you look at it this way, um, a top fuel dragster does zero to one hundred in a in point eight six roughly. Ooh. So if you get zero mm-hmm. to sixty in under a second or close to a second, you're getting very close to like top fuel speeds, right? Because it's not that sixty to forty. I mean, sixty that is forty extra oh. miles an hour. But still, you're getting close to like I don't know. I'll let you believe that. Real fast. I'll let you believe that because so here here's here's the reason why I don't think that 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 necessarily applies because top fuel dragsters are made to go not from zero to sixty or zero to one hundred and you know point eight seconds. They're made to go from zero to three hundred and thirty miles an hour in like five seconds, four seconds, three seconds. Even they're trying to get. They're trying to accelerate as fast as they possibly can to get to the end of the line as fast as they can. Yeah. So you have to. So, but they're also generally not True. all-wheel drive, right? Not generally. So, they're, and they're like I understand, like the tire drive. collapsed traction. Right. I'm, not, I'm just be. saying, in the future, Those they could be. I don't know. Because, driving. But <laughs> yeah, when they're up in the air, ninety percent of the time, that's going to help. <laughs> well, but I mean. Well, I mean, imagine like how fast could you go if you had the same setup that you see in the back of a top fuel dragster, like set up in the front, if you could like maintain the torque vectoring to keep, you know, the traction from going so much going to the, you know, to the back of the vehicle. But anyway, like, um, you know, if you look at an all wheel drive roadster type situation uh, with electric motors with that much torque and that much weight to give you traction, uh, I think I think there's a lot more like a lot I'm more possible. A, I'm not saying there's than, not a lot more possible. Uh, than what we're seeing. I'm just saying that it's going to be very difficult, right? I think now to Mike's point, that's true. I, I think I agree. I think tire technologies is lagging behind right now. I think we can put down more power than we can hit. Hence we can burnouts. create more power than we can put down. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, off with the news and on with the new segment. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yep. So I pitched anyway, this yeah, new segment bad. idea um, to these guys, which would be car names, bona fide or bogus. Uh, quick disclaimer to any readers that have done a two-second cursory look at Google, you will probably find a similar list to what I have, but none of these guys <laughs> said they did, and so this would still be entertaining. Did not look at Google. I am not a savant. I do not know every single car ever made in funny names. So in any case, We'll go ahead and get started. So again, you want to say if it's a real car name or a fake car name. Wait, what do we get? Uh, Are we taking a tally to see who wins? Oh, yeah. I don't know. All right, Tom, you keep scoring. I'll keep scoring. But uh, all the people that scoring. are commenting somewhere in Spacer, because I know you guys all are, comment right now and see who you think is going to win at this. My money's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Smart money's on the guy with the list. The first car, again, real or fake, is a Renault Le Car. Like I'm going, L- I'm going like with real. L-E. <laughs> uh, like Le Car. I'm going with real. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with uh, false. Uh-oh. Yeah. Adam. Adam's a breaking. I, what did you say? Um, yeah, I, w- I could see Renault doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real car. Renault Le Car, which is French for uh, the car, was real. <laughs> Um, it was actually in partnership with AMC. Uh, so, seventy-five. So, a point for me, a point for Adam. Yeah. So, Ferrari so wasn't the first one to name that. So, that's that. it was. Yeah, the La, the La Ferrari was not the first one. <laughs> the Ferrari, um, the Ferrari. 
<laughs> Another fun fact, it was built in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Wisconsin oh. built the Le Car. Wait, a French car built in Wisconsin called Le Car. Yep. Fun. So, good job. Uh, whoever said it was real, I already forgot. I'm pretty terrible. <laughs> that, that's Adam, Adam, Adam and I. Okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yep, I'll tap. Uh, oh. Next vehicle is the Honda Vats. And that's that apostrophe S. Tom, why don't you take a stand on this one first? Yeah, I'm going false, too. Yeah, so am I. That is a real car, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even that old. Uh, The car was made from 2002 to 2006. It is a Japanese domestic five-door hatch. You can get it naturally aspirated or turbocharged with a whopping 51 to 63 horsepower. Wow. I wouldn't, I would not, yeah. And it looks a lot ah. like the Nissan Cube when you look it up. <laughs> Working so, right uh, now. That yeah, one was yeah. a bit cheating because it's a Japanese domestic. But in any case, moving on. So hopefully, that, Tom, you're keeping tally score. How are we looking? Uh, I am too, and Mike's one, backing one, it up as oh. well. So uh, basically, Mike and okay. Adam have one, and I the have The next nothing. vehicle on the list, and I accentuate vehicle, is the Toyota Deli Boy. Is this like a Cushman scooter delivery vehicle? This is a vehicle oh. called the Toyota Deli Boy. I, I think that's a thing. Man. I'm, gonna I'm, go I'm getting guess. to the point where I, f- I feel like the kid at the I'm, test where it's like, you can't, you can't have three trues in a chair. row. Yeah, you've had too many real ones in a row. <laughs> I've been down that road. It's not good in quantum Wait. physics. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm, I'm going, going with, with false again. False. Adam, you said real? Yeah, I think Adam's it's real. It is a real vehicle. Damn it. Yeah, see? Ah. Oh, 1989. Adam takes the lead. 1989 to 1995, and it was, in fact, a delivery truck. Hopefully a deli. <laughs> I think beans. I saw that on, like, I hope deli the Grand Tour or something. Oh, I saw it somewhere. I missed that episode. Hmm. Under the it next might not vehicle. have been the Grand Tour, but I don't know. Uh, the... Mazda Titan Dump. I'm going with True. I'm going with True. I mean, I know they'd make a Titan. It is kind of a dump, but um, yeah, I'm going to go with True. (laughs) Do they make a Titan Dump? It is also a a real car. Oh, look at that. It is uh, my show notes here. It's a big truck. And uh, (laughs) to uh, Adam's point, it was part of the Mazda Titan line. Tom has a point now. Tom's got a point. <laughs> I'm in the game, boys. Right, and I'm in the game. Crowning jewel, the last one. There's no here. chance for you to come back, Tom. <laughs> Wait, it's the last one worth no, more points? It's over. It can be. This one could be worth all the marbles. Oh. How about 100? 100 marbles. Points? I like marbles. marbles. All the marbles. <laughs> okay. So he's taken out of context. Sal likes marbles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have a high coefficient of friction. Moving on. <laughs> The Isuzu Mysterious <laughs> Utility Wizard. I'm going with True. <laughs> I'm going with True as well. Wow. Um, I'm I'm gonna just call false. I can't. I can't wrap my head around that. Uh, fellow listeners, I'm gonna break the fourth wall here and say that I have somehow managed to 
get through the entire list without them picking up a theme that these are all real cars. <laughs> Every single one of them was a real car. You can call that laziness. I call it astuteness. Moving on. Wait, so since, the, since, Isuzu, Tom and I, since Tom and I both won. You, you have to hold on. Oh, hear me out. All right. The, myst, the mysterious utility wizard was a real mid-sized SUV from 1989 to 2004. What? Yes. It was oh. front engine, rear wheel drive. So it was a, made the right way. But the reason you may not have heard about it is because it used to be abbreviated the MUW. So you could have just seen Isuzu MUW, but the full name, and they later changed it to the Utility Wizard, but the full name is the Mysterious Utility Wizard. So, yeah, right. so final tally? Tom Tom has a million and one marbles. Mm-hmm. I have a million and two marbles. Ooh. And Adam has three. <laughs> three, three red marbles. <laughs> oh man, that's such crap. So if you ever if, if that's straight up top. Here. If we ever read yeah. this game, I will try and get more creative and come up with names, but I couldn't frankly make up a name better than the Deli Boy or the Mysterious Utility. Yeah, that's Wizard. pretty good. That's pretty hard to beat. So, with yeah. that being said, I think it's time for uh, right. an Elkan update. Yeah, we're kind of getting long here, so I'm going to make it short. Um, I got all my axle parts. I got them last week or this past week. I got them on I got them Monday. Monday, I got all my axle parts, and I was very excited, so I started to put things together. And, uh, yeah, the long and the short of it is I think I will have a driving chassis by Sunday. Wow. I know. That's a big deal, right? Whoa. Yeah, so that is amazing. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Um, so body work can begin soon, and uh, be, if anyone's in Detroit, be on the lookout for me on a bucket driving a <laughs> chassis around. <laughs> Back and forth probably to Dearborn. I probably won't take it that far, but maybe up and down the road. Oh, it is supposed to be 53 on Sunday, and I am. Look at that. It's perfect perfect weather for a There you show. go. Cool. Well, I think uh, we're all definitely looking forward to that. So, um, cool. Well, all right. I guess we'll let you go get to work. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And feel free to check out more content on carsunfiltered.com. Like and subscribe and follow and heart and all of those things that uh, social media lets you do. And feel free to comment and uh, give us a chat. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.